Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents the adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent faces a supreme test to convince his accusing audience that he and Superman are not one and the same person. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, did you ever stop to think how many of your favorite comic strips are represented in that new series of comic buttons now coming in packages of Kellogg's Pet? There's a Superman, of course. And then there are four characters from Dick Tracy. And there are old friends from uh, Gasoline Alley and Harold Teen, Smitty, uh, Winnie Winkle, you remember her, and Smiling Jack and Flash Gordon, the Cats and Jammer Kids, and Toots and Gasper. Sure, 18 different characters in all. And say, talk about fun. Well, I can't think of a better hobby than trading duplicates with your friends to add a new button into your collection and wearing them all pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. What's more, these pet comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere, but you just ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pet and look for your prize inside every package you open. Mom's glad to see you eat lots of pep, you know, because that means that you're getting extra amounts of vitamin B1 and energy vitamin and good old sunshine vitamin D that helps build strong bones and teeth. Why, pep is called the sunshine cereal. Tastes as sunny and golden that you'll want to pitch in and eat hearty. Remind Mom right now to get you some P-E-P. The Sunshine Cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. In a restaurant frequented by underworld characters, Clark Kent, Inspector Henderson, and young Dave Powers trapped the self-styled Professor Blessing, a racketeer who had first swindled Powers out of $2,000 and then sent a henchman to shoot him. The Professor, refusing to surrender, drew a revolver and fired point-blank at Inspector Henderson. Moving with the speed of light, Kent caught both bullets and, upending the table, hurled Professor Blessing to the floor where he lay stunned. But to Kent's consternation, Inspector Henderson said he had seen him catch the bullets and declared, I suspected it once or twice before, and now I know I'm right. You, Kent, are Superman. As we continue now, a tense hush has fallen over the restaurant. Dave Powers stands with his mouth open, and all eyes are on Clark Kent. As Henderson continues, You're Superman, and I can prove it. Open your hands, Kent. Oh, just a minute, Inspector. Let's not be silly. I'm not being silly. I say the two bullets fired from the professor's gun are in your hands. You caught them. Jeepers, Inspector, you sure? Well, of all the ridiculous now, things. Now, now, quit stalling and open your hands, Kent. But look, no, I... no, no. Don't try to put them in your pockets. Open your hands right now. Well? Mind racing desperately, Clark Kent considers one wild plan and discards it. Considers another and discards that. Then suddenly, as the sharp-eyed inspector watches him intently, a 
small smile appears on Kent's lips. Holding Henderson's eyes with his own, his steel fingers close tighter, vice-like, on the lead pellets in his hands. He presses still harder, exerting the strength that can crumble mountains and change the courses of mighty rivers. And as he feels the bullets disintegrating to fine particles of dust in his palms, he speaks. Oh, Inspector, I'm really flattered that you think I'm Superman. I don't think. I know you are. <laughs> That's very funny. I don't think it's funny. Oh? Look, Kent, this is one time you're not going to talk me out of it. I know you caught those bullets. They're in your hands right now, so... Wait a minute. Do you think I'm Superman too, Dave? Yeah, I... Well, gosh, yes. You must be. Why? I just remembered in the lunch wagon yesterday when those gunmen came in. You jumped right into the line of fire, but you weren't hurt. Oh, that was just lucky. Maybe that could have been luck, because the gunmen were rattled. But I saw this with my own eyes. Uh-huh, and so you say I'm Superman. That's right. Now, cut out the stalling, Kent. There's only one way you can prove I'm wrong. And that is? Open your hands. If the bullets aren't there, well, then I made a mistake. I see. Go on, open your hands, Mr. Kent. And if I don't choose to? That'll prove the bullets are there. But you're afraid to show them to us. Either way, we've got you, Kent. That's right. Well, I guess there's only one thing left for me to do then, Inspector. Yeah? What? Open my hands and show you the bullets are not there. I'll believe that when I see it. Me too. All right, then, gentlemen, observe closely. I raise my right hand to my mouth like this. No, no, no. Don't try to slip the bullets into your mouth. Why, Inspector, what a suspicious mind you have. I just want you to know that I'm watching you. Very well. Now, as you see, my hand is a good six inches from my mouth. Right. Now, I'll open my hand, say the magic word, presto, and blow the bullet into the hereafter, like this. Behold, gentlemen. What the... Holy smokes. His hand is empty, Inspector. Yeah, but now the other hand. Once more, the magic word, presto. Oh, behold again, gentlemen. Let's see. Look, no bullet in this hand either, Inspector. Well, I'll be a ring-tailed baboon. (laughs) Better luck next time, Inspector. Ladies and gentlemen, our little show is over. I thank you. (laughs) I guess the joke's on us, Inspector. Yeah. Well, no hard feelings, I hope, Kent. Oh, on the contrary. My great secret is still safe. I'll quit rubbing it in. Dave here is okay. We've broken up another vicious racket and finally caught up with Professor Blessing and Froggy. So, as the poet says, my cup of joy is running over. Hey, I forgot the professor. Don't worry, I've been watching him. He's still out cold. Sure. My man will be here soon to take him down to headquarters. But my money, the $2,000 he swindled me out of on that lunch wagon deal. It's all the money my wife and I had in the world. Relax, son. We'll find out more about that at the headquarters. Come on. Let's go. And that's the whole story, Chief. Except that Professor Blessing had $1,500 of Dave's money on him, so Dave is out $500. And but... I'd say he's lucky he got most of his money back. I'll say. Usually, people who do business with strangers without investigating thoroughly first never get a red cent back. That's right. Put that in your story, Kent. Oh, I've already done it. Incidentally, I stopped at the hospital on my way back from headquarters. Jim's coming along fine, but they say I have to stay there for a couple of weeks yet. Yes, I know. I just talked to his doctor. Huh? Hang it all, everything happens to me. All right, what do you mean? Well, Tony Sloan is out with the flu still, and now Jim is laid up, and Lois is still out on the coast. How can I get out a newspaper with three reporters on the shelf? <laughs> I'll admit that is tough. When is Lois coming back? Though? When she gets good and ready, I guess. She went out to spend Thanksgiving with her sister Diana. I know. And she winds up spending the winter there. <laughs> I sent her a telegram the other day telling her Hello, to... everybody. Well, Lois. I'll be... I'm so glad to see you. Well, I'm glad to see you, Lois. How are you? Fine. How's Diana? Oh, wonderful. Oh, you have a good time in California? Couldn't be better. Yeah. Well, Chief, you fuzzy old bear, aren't you even going to say welcome home? Yes. Welcome home. You're fired. What? Oh, now, wait a minute. You stay out of this, Kent. Why didn't you answer my telegram yesterday, Lois? Well, since it came just as I was leaving for the airport, I thought it would be more fun to surprise you. Oh. Well, what's the idea of going to the coast for a week and staying six weeks? Because I hadn't had a vacation before that for two years, that's why. But if you really mean I'm fired, I'll get the next plane back to California. The climate's nice, and I was offered a swell job. And what's wrong now? Just stay out of this, Clark. 
Well, Chief, what'll it be? Am I fired or not? Mm, I ought to fire you, but, well... It just happens that we're short-handed right now. You'll be fired, <laughs> What are you two laughing at? That's you, oh, Chief. Geez, you can bark wife. like anything, but you can't bite. Is that so? Well, let me now tell you... I know of... I'm home. Fired and rehired all in the first minute. <laughs> That's right. Happy days are here again. Now, listen here, you two. If you don't... I mean, well, 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 what, what, what do you want, Beanie? Oh, just... Hello, Beanie. Oh, hiya, Miss Lange. I'm glad to see you. Did you have a nice vacation? Just wonderful, thanks. Gee, that's well. How's your sister, Diane? Fine, thank you. Oh, that's for sweet. the love of Pete, do we have to go all through that again? just happens that this is a newspaper office and we've got a paper to get out. Go back to work, Beanie. Yeah, easy, Chief. Hey, was. Can I even give Miss Lane her special? Special? Special what? Well, Miss Lane told me to pick up her mail at her apartment house while she was gone and keep it here. And yesterday, this special delivery letter came for her. Oh, let's see it, Beanie. Well, give it to her. Give it to her. Come on. Get, get out. Get out. Yes, ma'am. I mean, yes, sir. I mean... Oh, here you are, Miss Lane. Thanks very much, Beanie. Incidentally, Beanie, I brought your present from California. You did? Gee, Later, well, later, later. Will you get out of here, Beanie, oh, before I... Oh, I'm going. There's no reason to shout at the boy, Chief. No, you don't you tell me what to do. Okay, Mr. Candy, don't bother me. What? You... <laughs> oh, he's a great kid. He ought to be shaving soon. Well, Chief, it looks as if the whole staff is on to you. Oh, is that so? Well, I'm going to get a brand new staff. That's what I'm going to do. And I'll show Good you the... Good heavens. Huh? What's the Lois? Why... Why, I... Well, what is it, Lois? You're pale as a ghost. This letter, Clark. It... Well, what's it about? What, what about the letter? It... Oh, no, it can't be. It just can't be. Pale, her hands trembling, Lois Lane stares at the special delivery letter she holds as her eyes grow wider and wider. What is in the letter that so startled the girl reporter? We'll be back in a moment to find out, so stand by. Say, gang, you've heard the expression, authentic reproduction, you know, means an accurate, exact copy of something. Well, when you get one of those colorful comic buttons in that new series from a package of Kellogg's Pep, you get an authentic reproduction of one of your favorite comic strip friends. And there are 18 different characters in the series. Old-time favorites of yours like Flash Gordon and the Brenda Starr and Cindy and, and Spud from Winning Winkle and the Little Moose and Goofy and Beezy from Harold Teen and, and Judy and Corky from Gasoline Alley and Superman himself. And you can have no end of fun working on your collection and trading duplicates with your pals. Now, how you get these prices is important. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pet. And inside every package you open, there's your comic button, your exclusive prize. Pep has an exclusive on good eating, too, because it's loaded with that catchy sunshine flavor that your appetite really takes to at breakfast time. Every spoonful of these toasted whole wheat flakes is so crisp and so fresh and delicious, well, you practically can't resist it. So ask Mom for lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Lois Lane, who has just returned from a vacation, has been given a special delivery letter which had arrived the day before. As we continue now in Editor Perry White's office, the girl reporter has opened the letter and gasped to White and Clark Candy. Oh, no. This can't be. Why, it just can't be. What can't be? For heaven's sake, Lois, get a hold of yourself. What's the matter with you? This, this letter, it's from a firm of lawyers. Lawyers? Well, what do they want? Listen wa- to this. The letterhead reads Harris, Grady, and Harris. Never mind that. What do they say? Listen, Chief. Dear Miss Lane, we are the executors for the estate of the late John Morse Lane of Johannesburg, South Africa. According to the will of Mr. Lane, which has just been admitted to probate, you, who are his niece, 
have been named as sole beneficiary of his estate. What? Hey, I didn't know you Wait had a minute, relative. Wait a minute, Listen to the rest of it. As closely as we can approximate at this time, Mr. Lane's estate, which consists chiefly of the controlling stock shares of the Crescent Diamond Mine... Diamond Mine? ...amounts to something over 300,000 pounds. Roughly about one and a half million dollars. One and a half million dollars? Good Godfrey. Yes. What do you think of that? Clark Kent and Perry White stare at Lois Lane, who has just been informed that she has inherited one and a half million dollars. Can this be true? Has the girl we have always known as a hard-working newspaper reporter suddenly become a millionaire? Strange, if true. But stranger still are the things to come. And they start happening tomorrow. Yes, exciting things are in store for Lois and her friends, and for Superman, who become involved in one of the most mystifying and dangerous adventures of their careers. So don't fail to be with us again tomorrow. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Hey, what do you have, gang? Kellogg's Corn Flakes, Rice Krispies, Pep, or uh, one of your other favorite Kellogg's cereals? Well, you can take your pick every morning at breakfast when Mom sets out Kellogg's Variety. That's the white, green, and red package with ten individual packages, each one a serving just for you. One day you'll choose a, a shredded cereal, next day one that's popped, next day a flake cereal made from corn, rice, or, or wheat. Everyone's a treat because it's a favorite Kellogg's cereal. It's a grand variety to make breakfast a picnic of fun because it's Kellogg's Variety. Remind Mom to get you Kellogg's Variety. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.